0: Welcome back to St. Podcast, another Tuesday episode. Um, Today we have a very, very special guest in my big, big heart of mine. Um, (laughs) I brought my beloved Nana onto St. Podcast today she has had a lot of life experience in her 80 years of living she's in her 80th year and um i think you know there's a lot of valuable information that we can all take from such a knowledgeable lady and uh yeah so i just want to introduce my beautiful nana barbara brown
1: let's go give her a round of applause Woo! welcome thank you beautiful for 80 years old may i say great jeans yeah i mean i'm I'm happy to be here with you You better look half as good as that when you're 80 she will i hope so (laughs) i hope
0: so yeah you have she will (laughs) you have great (laughs) jeans Mm -hmm. and uh hopefully those jeans pass along to me Mm so i'm pretty sure probably will yeah i mean everyone tells me i'm just like my nana um I feel like we both are very warm and kind and happy and positive and yep. um you know we always see the best of all this, all situations so yeah. i think i inherited that from you i hope so i think so, <laughs> I, so. I think so i got it from somewhere had yeah. to welcome yep. to the show welcome to st podcast Thank how you.
1: do you feel
2: I feel wonderful. I'm very excited. I've never done anything <laughs> like this in my 80 years,
0: trust me. So this is really something. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, just about <laughs> 10 minutes ago, I yelled into the mic and I scared the shit out of her. She was like, whoa! You <laughs> just restarted just like so my, light. Light. my heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is all new to Nana, but we're, we're excited to have you. Mm-hmm. We're going to... Um, me and Victoria came up with three really big questions that we think that everybody could take something away. Um, obviously, I know my Nana's entire life story, but I'm still learning every single day. Every time you tell me a story, there's always more that I'm I'm learning, and that's the best thing, the best gift we get from our grandparents. Um, so, yeah, so we've, we've articulated three burning questions mm-hmm. for someone um, of 80 years of age, which happens to be my grandma. So we'll start off. I guess. The first one. With question number 1. Um, I am going to pull my phone out because we wanted to make sure we got they, w- this. they were very specific. Yes.
1: Yeah, the first <laughs> one is what is the best and worst dating story that you have? Well, <laughs> <laughs> my worst dating story. Yeah, let's start with the bad. Should we you do should we do like one? a quick like overview like you were born in the uk yeah no wait let's yeah you jumped right into that hold on i i I, I jumped
0: way too far ahead let's back up um yeah we're gonna give a we're gonna give a little backstory on nana so nana tell us um where you were born where you grew up and how just get a little brief over you okay i was born in england in 1943
2: wow um 1900s yeah came to canada in 1949 okay with my mom and my grandparents my mom met my stepdad my stepdad on the ship and they got married in canada and i had four more siblings and away we go (laughs) this and that's where my life started
0: in quebec yeah that's where it started so that is um, why i'm named halle okay
2: yeah and uh i moved to ontario in my 30s when my husband got transferred so Hmm. here
0: i am okay and i love it wow i love ontario yeah she loves ontario she this is uh, (laughs) my grandmother from my father's side so this is my dad's mom. Um, we're going to get into all the nitty gritties of our family tree in our life. And I'm sure every, a lot of people will be able to relate to that as well. Um, but yeah. So mm. I guess, yeah, that's her background. That She she came from England. We are the great Brits. Yep. We like our tea. I remember being a kid drinking tea out of a sippy cup sippy with milk and sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. living yep. life. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> tea drunk.
1: Okay. Yeah, we had I tea guess. parties. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. We so, did. So, um. Going to question number one, mm-hmm. that juicy question, the best and the worst dating story. Which one side. do you want first? The worst Let's one. do the best.
2: Or should the we do the worst? The best one might be better than the worst one. <laughs> okay, so maybe let's start <laughs> with the worst. Okay, so the worst <laughs> one was in high school, and my sweet cousin, who's two years older than me, set me up with a friend.
0: So this is back in what year we're talking like Uh, nineteen, in the 50s okay in the 50s imagine going
1: to high school in the 50s okay in the 50s that's crazy
0: so
2: this friend was george we will go no further with the name because you know (laughs) and
0: he was
2: absolutely horrid he thought that he was god's gift to women okay he was full of himself i couldn't stand him from the moment i met him
0: so men haven't (laughs) changed
2: too much absolutely the most horrible date i think I've. well i didn't have that many so but it was horrible and i thought if this is the way dates are i don't know if i ever want to go on another one and i told my cousin don't ever ever in your life set me up with that horrible individual again was this your first date That was my first date. (gasps) So So your first first date date was the worst. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. But I had an experience younger than that. It wasn't really a date, but this will tell you how the times were back then. So I was in grade seven, and um, I had two best girlfriends. Yeah. One married this cousin that I'm telling you about, and the other one was an Irish girl. She was Irish descent from a fairly big family. Mm -hmm. So, we would always go to one or the other's house after school, and we were at Margaret's house, the Irish girl. Margaret. And her mother, she was the youngest of about seven children. And the mother was sat, sat us all down with tea and proceeded to tell us that if boys kissed us, we were going to have a baby. So, one, af- you telling me one afternoon after school, a boy named John pushed me against the fence and kissed me.
3: <gasps> oh I <no>. ran
2: home. <laughs> Hysterical to my mother in the house, I'm screaming, Mom, I'm gonna have a baby. And my mother's going, What? Calm down. What happened? And I told her. She I mean, it was the most ridiculous. And this thing. was in grade seven? Grade seven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you can just see right there the generational differences. Like I mean, even things when I was in grade seven were very much different than that. We we had much knowledge on how babies were made parts, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But um I mean now you see grade sevens on TikTok. And they look like yep. they're, they're in high school 19 20 years yeah. old yeah it's we very different. little girls
3: so yeah, it's, yeah i wish
0: i could go back to that time yeah. i always say i wish uh i kind of am innocence. an old soul but yeah yeah just the innocence mm-hmm. it was different back yeah. then mm-hmm. yeah. so dating um getting into the dating of just generational differences we like to talk about this um nowadays I, you guys didn't have the technology that we have now back then no nope. so it's like you know we go out on dates uh there's there's hinge there's bumble there's bumble Tinder. i mean i don't use any of these neither plenty you plenty of fish plenty of fish all these like dating websites harmony <laughs> yeah. yeah christian mingle oh
2: dear, uh, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's trying to oh, every you them. know
0: like and with instagram and all these different social media platforms we talk about this a lot on our podcast but clearly that's kind of how people meet nowadays mm-hmm. which i mean i'm not mm-hmm. saying that I prefer the old way. Like, like you said, your mom and your dad met on a ship, and they have like this beautiful love story. And I think it's uh, that, like those romantic, organic stories when you just see the someone best. in a crowd, or They're you best. meet someone, or yeah. you see them on a ship. Like, those, are the, those are the stories. Yeah. Um, obviously, I already know where the best dating story is going, but um, tell us your best dating story. Well, my best dating story didn't start there. That, it
2: was after that so um i as you know um met your papa your, your grandfather when i was 15. yeah and we dated for four years but we can get back to that later that's a whole different story oh, that's a whole different story. and <laughs> we we split apart at 19 but we didn't really date back then it wasn't really a date you were just going steady is what mm. they called it yes i've heard so what, what does so that you're mean kind of committed Today, okay. it would be a committed relationship. You're one so boyfriend, your boyfriend one and steady. girlfriend. Yes, go on and it was steady. just together. Okay. So
1: you would consider dating more so like getting to know each other, going on dates? And we didn't really go on dates. We didn't have money for dates, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
2: occasionally okay. to the movies or whatever, but the cinema. yeah.
0: So did you just become boyfriend and girlfriend or like you'd be friends first or like how did happen? Did he ask you to be his girlfriend officially? Yes, okay. we Very romantic. met on the street. <laughs> I was getting off the bus, coming home from school
2: and he lived in the next town. But he saw me and introduced himself. He you was know what's very weird outgoing.
0: is I actually never knew how you met Papa. Yeah, on the street. I found this out not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> Time um, and place. Yeah. Time and place. Yeah. And um,
1: we
2: always well, we talked first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a few weeks later, he just asked me if I would be his girlfriend. And I so sweet. I fell in love with him at first sight and i can honestly say that it was love at first sight just looking at him gave me butterflies and it was like that till the day he died so love stories are real trust me Mm, and anyway so at 19 he needed to my as my dad said sow his wild oats he needed to have freedom (laughs) we've been together for since we were 15. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: he wasn't ready to settle down i was because we were the same age so in the meantime... So you're like
0: 19 at this point. Yeah.
2: And within 10 months, I married a mutual friend. And it was a huge mistake. But the only good thing that came out of that is I had her dad. Wow. And yeah.
0: Whoa, daddy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: I divorced and I... Like, I mean, hold on. Mm-hmm. Also, the best thing that came out of that was me. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. Hold on, hold but on. But I needed him first. And same podcast <laughs> came from that, too. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I just wanted to point I'm that out. So <laughs> I, I,
2: I finally left him. And, well, we have another story about that coming mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. But um, And I went back home to live with my parents. Because you had to do that in those days. There was no other source of income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a job and um, Tom, my first sweet darling love, came came back in my life and in the meantime my mom had said, you need to meet a nice girl and settle down and he said he was waiting for me. Aww. And he came back into my life and very slowly we started another relationship, mm-hmm. a much more serious one. But prior to that happening, um, my mom said to me, you really have never been out on many dates Barbara and you really don't know men and I didn't I was very innocent and so my sister had a, a friend who had an older brother and they arranged for us to go on a date and it was during Expo 67 and he took me to a, a beautiful German beer garden downtown Montreal he was a, such a gentleman and I have to say it was a really lovely date he asked if he could kiss me goodnight, and I said yes but there was no spark
0: yeah sometimes it's just yeah, yeah.
2: But it was a good thing because my mom said, You need to experience that before you get back into a relationship with Tom. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that was a lovely date. And I, I will always remember it. It was very special and very nice. He called to ask me if I would go out again. And I said, I'm so sorry, but there's someone else.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: oh heartbreaking. heartbreaking. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. so there's my dates
0: and then yeah and then you ended up with papa and you guys spent the rest of your life together so that's love what yeah. i mean like also obviously talking about relationships what you know there's a lot of divorce nowadays um that's really prominent in today's society and just like generational i think people have a hard time committing to relationships so when we're talking about relationships what would you say made a successful marriage for you mm-hmm. and papa well I think the very first thing is communication, and oh, wow. um,
2: we really knew each other very well. Mm. Um, probably everything you need to know about a person, we knew about each other. Mm. In fact, when we went to see the minister to organize our wedding, he, we normally have a meeting together and then one separately, and he said, you don't need to come back. You two know exactly what you want. You know where you're going and you're going to have a wonderful a wonderful life together. And we did. But I think communication is so, so mm-hmm, that's important. number
1: one. Right? You
2: need to be able to feel comfortable enough to tell your partner everything, mm-hmm. no matter how you're feeling, no matter how you feel about them, no matter what's going on in your life. They need to know. And And then, of course, respect. To mm-hmm. me, respect is a huge thing. And trust.
1: Yeah. And if you have something. those things, I mm-hmm.
2: think you'll be successful.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. so.
1: Yeah. Do you think that's something that you found built over time, or was it off the off the jump you guys initially had all of that? Well, they had well, those four years together, I had you know? that, but the
2: trust issue was a little bit tricky mm-hmm. because, don't forget, I had come off a really bad marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom and my ex-husband knew each other. They knew each other before I knew either one of them. They were f- kind of friends. Oof. And he, of course, he... Ran around, mm-hmm. and so I, f- I was nervous. Even though I knew Tom, it took me about a year to feel that I knew I could trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's earned. Hundred percent. Hundred percent earned. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. have to agree with that. And um, I know you talk like Papa traveled a lot. So I like to get into this conversation, too, because some people feel they can't do distant relationships. Um, Again, I think that comes down to trust, uh, Mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, 60 years ago or now. Um, The difference is, you know, like I've definitely um, I feel like if I was in a long distance relationship, I'm the type of person I will give all my trust to one person. And you can trust me. I'm very loyal and I'm very um, proud of that. But back then, you guys didn't have technology and Papa traveled all over the world. You didn't have FaceTime. You didn't have cell phones. So no. that uh, how, how did you guys manage to make a relationship work through that? Well,
2: it was hard when he left. <laughs> He'd be gone for three weeks at a time sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he traveled. South America was different. When he went to South America... There was no communication at all. Mm. Um, when he went to Europe, it was a little bit different. There, he could phone his office. They would contact me once a week and let me know that he was OK and that his he was on schedule. But as far as the trust part, I never questioned. Mm. Of course. It was,
0: um, I don't think you should if you're married was, to a person. No. Yeah. I mean,
2: there was no need to question because mm-hmm. I knew him. Mm-hmm. And someone once said to me, well, how do you know what he's doing when he's away all these miles away and all these different countries and there's women? And I said, well, by the same token, how does he know what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. It's true. We have to trust each other. It's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
0: um, I guess another question I have, um, again, regarding relationships, um, I was going to say, you know, Papa's gone all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How many, like, how, you guys had your own separate lives. And I think I think in today's generation, this is just something I want to speak upon, in re- relationships specifically, uh, people tend to drown each other and not have their separate lives. They... Yeah they do absolutely everything together they don't have their own friends no. they don't have their separate lives Individuality. Mm-hmm. um i think it's really important to be your own individual person pursue your own individual dreams do your own thing yep. and come together and then you get to share that with one each other with one another um so how many weeks was like how long did you go without speaking to Papa? it was times? usually
2: three weeks yeah three weeks no communication mm-hmm. yeah and then, then you would be home then you'd, sometimes, so different. yeah sometimes you'd only be home for a week or two and you'd be gone again so it was time to do the laundry, iron the shirts, fold them, and off he was gone. But in a oh. way,
0: I think that's, like, healthy. me, oh, I like yeah. my time. Like, I, I don't think you should be, like, texting and calling no. someone 24-7. You I know, know times are different if you can and you want to and you miss the person, but that makes the heart grow mm-hmm. so it, much fonder. Absence makes the heart
2: grow fonder. Absolutely. And it's really true. So when he would come home, um, of course, he wanted to stay home. He yeah. wanted to stay in. We... I cooked, we stayed in occasionally. We went out for a little date, but he wanted to be home, he wanted to be with his family. He missed us, yeah. And we never argued. I can honestly say, maybe in the 46 years that we were together, I could count on one hand how many arguments we had. Wow,
0: arguments and disagreements are different. I think I want oh, to we point disagreed. that out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's but important. We didn't fight, yeah, yeah, we didn't
2: fight, no, yeah very rarely
0: yeah and And the disagreements
2: were usually I think for most couples are usually over not so much money it's more over the kids Mm. those are the things he was much more of a disciplinarian than I am I'm too soft and he might have been a bit too hard but maybe the two of us made a good a good connection the balance yeah so sometimes the boys said oh dad's hard and mom was too soft but yeah he um it it works Mm -hmm. it really does work and I, I didn't mind my time alone. Mm-hmm. It was okay. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't mind. I had the kids. Mm-hmm. I was busy and you're very busy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And they were in school. So yeah, I, I was fine. It, it was always easy. And, and I always look forward to him coming back wow. much so more so I than you changed. would not, not, I think more so than if it was just coming home from work at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, for me, it was just I'd pick him up at the airport and it was just oh my gosh yeah yeah Yeah. so this relationship we had I can honestly say was a beautiful relationship I probably had I figured the best marriage ever yeah I've been
0: blessed yeah I always tell myself um I have to find a tom I gotta find a tom that's what my
2: hairdresser says we need to find a tom (laughs) he wasn't perfect
1: Mm. I'm not perfect. But nobody is, right? But we were perfect for each other. Exactly. And it's about accepting That's your the flaws main thing. you exactly. exactly, You're willing to go through all of that, right? Yeah. There's always going to be flaws in everybody that you meet. Yeah. Um, it's just about working through them, right? It's so. true.
2: And mm. he always encouraged. I was telling Haley this the other day. Whatever I did, okay, I stayed home for 12 years. But when I did go back to work and I ended up being in sales, which was the farthest thing from my mind because i'm very shy mm-hmm. and i never ever would i ever do that kind of job and he was in sales and when i did it well i was offered it he said do it barbara I said oh my gosh what if i can't do this he said of course you can you have to try mm-hmm. don't ever say you
0: can't yeah
3: mm-hmm.
0: i want you to try and it worked my papa was a good man he was a great he man. was a good man mm-hmm. and i think uh, everyone if you take anything from this find yourself a tom or be a tom yeah if you're a man be a tom tom. come
2: on be a man he was very smart (laughs) um, very knowledgeable about many many things and he was an only child Mm -hmm. and there's another thing like when I was getting married oh my gosh I'm marrying an only child you know but he was the most unspoiled only child yeah my mother-in-law was a tough woman she She, was really tough yeah that's a whole
0: another (laughs) yeah yeah he was so funny yeah (laughs) yeah I love that (laughs) All right, Vic, do you wanna do the up. honors and take the ropes and lead into question two? Question two. Okay. Um, I believe it was
1: along the lines of um what is the was it, what is the scariest time that you've had in your life? Something that was kind of life altering, something Biggest like challenge. changing that kind of altered you into being who that's you a, are now. That's
2: a really deep one. Mm-hmm. In um, eighty
0: years, what was yeah, what was your deepest
2: It was losing my son. Yeah. That was That was the most difficult thing I've ever had to go through in my life Um, because he took his life, Mm -hmm. as you know, and it's one of those things where if if they're sick, um, okay, you understand it. If they have an accident, you understand it, but when they take their life, you don't. And suicide is a very complex thing. Mm -hmm. There were probably, I think we were talking earlier about the signs, that they're there but you don't know that Mm -hmm. I only read the books after the fact and realized that yes there were signs Mm -hmm. that if I'd have known I would have been able to help maybe and the thing is that I I and I said this earlier if every parent read a book that has a a young teenage child read a book about suicide it would be beneficial Mm -hmm. because they they'd have some equipment to work with yeah and I didn't um, I knew he was sad and I knew he was down,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: you don't ever think that your child is going to take their life. Of you course You never believe that in a million years. It's not something that ever enter entered my mind. Yeah. So you don't think yours is going to do it either, you know? But anyway, not. he, um, yeah, we had been away on vacation. Um, we came back the end of October and before we left, he'd sort of come home and I said, oh, well, you know, have your buddies over and have a few beers and, you know have a party I don't care what you do it'll be good for you because he he was feeling very blue Mm -hmm. and um and off we go and never thought anything of it well he's going to be okay and we came home um a day early and he then was really feeling blue and uh, the night before I went I sat on his bed with him and he cried to me and he felt so sad that his brother had someone in his life and I had his dad and everybody has somebody and mm-hmm. I don't. He'd come back, come down from a very bad relationship. And I said to him, but you're young, you're 26 years old. Like mm-hmm. there's the right person out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, Some, you'll, someone will love you. How could they not? He was the sweetest, kindest, caring young man you've Ever meet, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the problem. He was very soft-hearted,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the family that he got involved with
0: took advantage. Yeah,
2: very much so. Yeah. He had bought a house. He he'd done all these things for this these people that didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I mean, I've forgiven, but I do blame them. Yeah, he, they they broke his spirit. And so Sunday night, I went to bed. We both did, my husband and I, and. Um, in the morning, there was a note on the counter. Um, it was heartbreaking. mm-hmm And when Tom went out, your grandfather went out to the garage, he was hanging. Yeah. And he had to cut him down. And of course, all the police come, and the morgue comes, and everybody comes. And, and it, I felt like I was in a fog. I can't mm-hmm. even describe the feeling. And then you get. I mean i've lost people in my life but mm-hmm. the only time i can honestly say ever felt this and i maybe someone can relate if they've lost someone to suicide
0: like a child yeah
2: i felt um i felt like my insides were b- being pulled out like my heart and soul and everything yeah, was being pulled out I of can me imagine. and that went on for weeks it got a little less each day mm-hmm. it was so hard to manage and i was just a basket case and i'm very honest, just you know, I mean it was awful. Mm-hmm. My parents, thank goodness, stayed with us for a few weeks, and um, they got us through it. Mm-hmm. I went back to work in January and I worked for the first year, and but I was having a hard time, mm-hmm. really hard time. So I took a year off, and I think I needed that, and I went back to work. But I have to honestly say, the way to get through these things is, talk about them Mm
3: -hmm.
2: make them present make them part of your life they are part of your life that's never going to end their life may not be here on earth but they're in your heart Mm -hmm. always and I've never ever stopped talking about him and I will till the day I die you Mm -hmm. know and and I think having a good partner that's I mean Tom was amazing Mm -hmm. and years later I sat and thought of this and I thought my gosh how unselfish was my husband because he took care of me he he held my hand through the whole process and he was grieving too but I was selfish at the time and didn't even realize that until later you know but he did go and talk to a friend and I'm glad he did that because mm-hmm. he needed someone to talk to I mean women talk more easily about these things yeah. than, We're a than bit men more open do about our emotions yeah yeah, yeah. 100%. but it was probably one of the most difficult things it, it was definitely the most difficult thing I've ever had to go through
0: yeah and I think anyone that's listening I mean um, I've talked about this in past episodes I, I lost my brother so I've also seen you know she's lost a grandson as yeah. well. Um, Not only just her son, but her grandson, too. And um, I watched my mom go through losing a child. And I think this is an interesting um, like grieving mothers, you know, Um, there's probably many moms out there that, you know, it's nice to build this little community of people who have lost their child, because I think that is a whole different loss, loss yeah. than yeah. uh losing someone else you know losing a child i don't have children but i'm sure one day i'll understand i don't want to understand what it's like to lose no, one but no. um I, I can't even imagine i don't even have children so i thank you for sharing that story because mm-hmm. i think the people that are going to listen um can relate so what with that what advice can you give to someone who's maybe lost a child lost child well, um, as I
2: say, the first thing is always keep them present mm-hmm. keep them i got I'd have to say I cleaned out his room, I got rid while my mother was there, and I got rid of the things that I need I kept the things I wanted and they are in the chest and um and it was hard. I cried through the whole process, but I think you need to do it right away. Mm-hmm. don't wait because it's it gets only harder, going to get harder right? and harder out. and harder it's a it's a ter- yeah and just you can't do face it. it yeah and I think. As I said, having a partner that's there to share that with you. Mm-hmm. And I had a great family. I must say my family were awesome. And find things. I don't talk about the negative things about Chris. Mm-hmm. I talk about the positives, the fun. I think of the fun times. He was, a, he was fun-loving and funny and sweet. And those are the things I'll talk about because it makes it's happy. Mm-hmm. He had a beautiful life. He loved us. We loved him. Yeah. I never blamed myself. It wasn't
1: my fault. It was mm. it's something inside of him, a demon, yeah. I and believe. you know what? You and I talked about this earlier is that it's a lot of people say that it's an easy way out. It's a cop out, but it's not. Like no. taking your own life is the the hardest decision you yeah. can possibly yeah. make as a yeah. human being. Yeah. Like my,
2: I told you, my mom said to me after it happened, before she went home and she said to me, you know, Barbara, a lot of people say that this is an easy way out. But she said, I think it took him courage.
1: Absolutely, as sad yeah. as it
0: is but like absolutely yeah.
1: courageous yeah
0: that's yeah that's a pretty big move yeah yeah yeah.
1: and to think someone could be that sad about life I know to the extent of wanting to take I it know. is the most horrifying and upsetting thing for me personally as a human and the being. scary like,
2: part is it's usually young men to do it the statistics yeah. show that there's more men than females that will so do sad. this mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. but I, I was I was telling Tori earlier um, out of this sadness um, yeah I was working my last job before I retired, and there was a young gentleman that was a customer Mm -hmm. and called to put his order in one day. And something in, I don't know what it was, something inspired me to ask him, was he okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know
3: why. Mm -hmm.
2: And he said, he he hesitated, and he said, no, (coughs) I'm not. And I asked, I told him about Chris, and I asked him, was he wanting to talk about it? Mm -hmm. And he did. He opened up. And he told me that he was he was feeling suicidal. And we chatted for an hour, Aww. him and I. Yeah. And uh, before I retired, a couple of years before, maybe a year had gone by, that I had this conversation with him. And he called me at work to tell me, thank you. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you for being a shoulder to cry on, I guess. And he said, I'm very happy. I've met a lovely lady, I'm engaged, we're getting married, I bought a home, I was so thrilled. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I've always said, I think if you've had something like this in your life happen, if you can make this negative turn into one positive, yeah, you've done something. Of course. And I felt so good. It you was do that. the most wonderful experience. For him to tell me mm. that he was happy.
1: Yeah. Mm. And we've talked about this too and I think our past episodes along with Troy is that you it's it's important to take something that's so excruciatingly painful and so unfortunate and so devastating yeah. and turn that loss into something beautiful, right? Yeah. Because it's not it's not always it's not always negative, right? So that's right. You <clears throat> right. change somebody's life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even if you can impact one person one person.
0: That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're sharing it's, this story. Yeah. Um,
2: I think it's important. mm -hmm. I really think it's important to be able to talk about it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And I I try and talk about it with, okay, I've told you the sad part, but usually I talk about it with happiness Mm -hmm. because...
0: Very optimistic and happy. He was happy.
2: He was happy. In fact, when he was 17, he had viral pneumonia. This will just tell you how he was. He had viral pneumonia, and um, he came out of the hospital after... He was feeling better, he was on medication. And I got up to go to work one morning and he was crawling on his hands and knees, he couldn't stand. And I thought, what the heck? So I phoned my husband at work, I said, you gotta come home. I don't know what's wrong with Chris, but he can't can't walk. And um, anyway, we got into the hospital and the doctor checked him and he brought another doctor in for a second opinion. And he said, I think I know what it is, but I wanna be sure. And it's called Guillain-Barre syndrome and Guillard- Guillain-Barré syndrome is um it's like a vi- he had viral pneumonia. So when the virus leaves the body, this virus mm. goes into all of the nerves in the body hmm. and it paralyzes them. So he became paralyzed from the neck down. And he was up in the hospital in Henderson Hospital in, That's in Hamilton. Nuts. I was petrified. Yeah, of course. But anyway, um, on the way to the hospital. <laughs> They said, we can take him by ambulance or you okay. can drive him. We said, we'll we'll take him. So I sat in the back seat with him. His dad drove. And he's singing, Don't Worry, Be Happy to Me.
3: Wow!
2: Now, that tells yeah. you what yeah, he was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he had some treatments and he, he came out of it fine. And yeah,
1: it it was okay. Everything yeah. turned out okay. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And you yeah. know what? Again, as unfortunate as it is, I don't think it would have molded you into the person you are now, right? And the outlook that you have and the mm-hmm. appreciation of life that you have. Because I think you said, like, you know, that situation made you view life so much
2: differently Completely. as a person. Yeah. Completely, yeah. yeah. I always say don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because it doesn't mean anything in the end. No, it doesn't. The stupid little things that people worry about just are
3: pointless. They they yeah.
2: They don't matter. They don't matter. Very minuscule problems. Yeah, right? yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just
2: worry about the big things. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh I mean I I just like to tell you life story because I, I believe you lived um Crazy, crazy life her life was a movie yeah your life is a movie <laughs> and, and i it's weird because i feel like for my age i've gone through kind of crazy experiences as well but um my nana like is the strongest person i know like you've been through losing a child mm-hmm. um she also lost her sister her sister was 34 Four? 34 when she passed away of breast mm-hmm. cancer then you yourself later in life come mm-hmm. across cancer 11 years ago so talk a little bit about on that. Like you, she's a she's a cancer survivor I'm as a cancer well. cancer so, yeah, and she just never. She just like ah whatever. <laughs> so,
2: well, okay. Hey. So my sister just briefly um, found a lump and neglected it for a year. And I do believe had she done something about it quicker, mm-hmm. she would have been okay. But mm-hmm. she, unfortunately, she was living in California. They weren't there legally Mm -hmm. so she had no insurance you know what the U.S. you have to have insurance and my dad said why didn't you come home but anyway she didn't so by the time they they did the surgery it had already started traveling and so she lived three years and we lost her now my case um 11 years ago I had an itch I scratched and felt a lump and but luckily I had a mammogram scheduled for the following week I didn't say anything right away mm-hmm. and I was afraid to touch it again it's the strangest feeling like <sighs> I thought maybe if I don't touch it it's not there yeah I would feel like but that then too. I th- okay no I, I have to and yeah it was big I oh mean you could God. you could just go like that and feel it so um before the day of the mammogram I said to, to your grandfather I have to tell you something I have a lump and he said okay but you're going for your mammogram I said yeah I said, we'll see what happens so anyway I knew I'd get a call back which I did and within a month I'd had all the tests done and they do a whole bunch of different things we won't go into any of that medical stuff but they <laughs> do all this stuff and I had surgery and when I went back for my follow-up the doctor said to me well do you want to just sit down and chat or do you want the good news And I said, I want the good news. He said, everything was clear. All your margins are clear. Everything is clear.
1: Let's go. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But we, but the funny story about that is when I went to him the first time and he told me, you have breast cancer and we have to make the decision about what we're going to do. I left the office. Okay. I've got breast cancer, you know, and we left the office, Tom and I. And um, how did you feel? Like my first feeling? Yeah. I knew.
0: Yeah, I knew I had it, but did it? Did you feel like scared? Like yeah,
2: yeah, a little bit, but yeah. but not overly. Not okay, o- so no. you were
0: just like in high spirits.
2: I kind of felt it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it was your granddad said it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Okay, we had to be optimistic <laughs> about we this. Are. We're going to be okay. He'll be fine. So, yep. So, <laughs> so he, when that. when the doctor told me that, I because oh, so he was very concerned about my reaction, which was kind (laughs) of (laughs) nothing. So he called my family doctor. This is um, Good Friday. Easter Sunday, I get a call from my family doctor. Easter Sunday, can you imagine? Um, Hello, Mrs. Brown. I said, hi. And I'm like, why is the doctor calling me? And he said, are you okay? And I said, yeah. Why? Well, he said, Dr. McCarr said that you were there and you had no reaction when he told you you had breast cancer. I said, because I'm going to be all right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be fine. So you're sure you're okay? I said, yes, I'm okay. And it all turned out fine. See, you have to be positive. It's very
0: important to to be positive. (laughs) I think a good message with that too is, um, obviously, I've never had cancer, but I have seen um, a lot of videos online people you know discussing about the placebo effect mm-hmm. and i do i truly believe i mean if you stay in high spirits and and you believe you're going to be okay mm-hmm. it's it's really mm-hmm. wild what the brain is yeah mind over matter
1: right yes. like you will make yourself sick yeah if you keep thinking you're going to be yeah. sick right like you're so as a result
2: i think of your this brain is the most powerful, powerful thing. oh it I is was literally
0: about to say that
2: and
1: and your, i
2: think that your outlook is very important like yeah. you just
0: your soul, know. your spirit. Like I think people, yeah, I think, it... you gotta just stay like, you know what? I mean, I've always said, like, I'm not scared of those things. I'm not scared of that happening. I mean, obviously you'd be fearful if you hear it, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, we're gonna pivot, we're gonna move. What yeah. do I gotta do? What do I, yeah. How do I make myself better? Let's right. let's get on with it,
2: Yeah, you know? And um, that's what we did. We got on with it. And so I was supposed to have chemotherapy and radiation treatments after, just to be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. But the incision, goes like deep down in an angle and it was very deep and it didn't heal so I had to go for oh I don't know months of packing and unpacking because it heals from the inside out Mm -hmm. so by the time it had healed it had gone beyond the point where you could have chemotherapy you can't have chemo if you have any open wound so i just had 15 radiation treatments and they were fine and i got went through the thing of well you know you're going to be tired and you're going to be drained i wasn't not at all sailed through that and we had the house fire in the meantime yeah so i was just gonna say so you (laughs) got crazy she was going through all of
0: this with cancer um her mother passed away Mm -hmm. and then the house burnt down in the same month same month one month yeah and they say bad things bad things happen in threes right that's what they say good things happens in threes bad things happen in threes yeah um and you did it i think the message i want to send is, and i i really look up to you nana because i always say you know you're so positive like all of that was happening you know um and we had other things going on too Mm -hmm. and uh you were able to just keep a smile on your face and it was the Mm -hmm. spirit you know like she just kept high spirits she always has as long as i mean i've been alive for 25 of her 80 years but yeah yeah but the thing is
2: what can you do what can you do why am i going to sit there and mope and make myself feel worse no so i'm going to carry on with my life Mm -hmm. do what i have to do Mm -hmm. take the treatments i have to take Mm -hmm. and get on with it and you know, there's nothing you can do. You can't go back and change it. Yeah. No, it's it's there. You just kind of
1: have to deal with the fate that was ante, all right? the that things that
2: happened in your life. You just deal with them mm-hmm. and get on with your life. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to me is the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, you life can't is, let it get you down.
0: Yeah, it's all peaks yeah. and valleys, right? Just fight yeah. back up again. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. definitely. This is a strong woman. Yeah, eighty Mighty years. <laughs> I actually like. I I sit and I'm like, I cannot believe that you're going to be turning eighty this year. And, and you and and you're I, Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, you're so full of life. You travel. You live as though you're in your 20s. You're on a
1: podcast today at 80 years old. This is amazing. It's
0: insane, right? So, again, like, (laughs) she, I want to point out, my grandmother lives the best life possible at 80 years of age. She's in great health just a few months back she was in switzerland walking kilometers and kilometers and she was walking all through europe just and came then back from cuba like a couple of gets days ago. off a plane goes to new york city with me runs around new york city <laughs> she's drinking Robin cokes having the time of her life gets off that plane goes to cuba she also um this is a really cool story for anybody that maybe is adopted mm. has like a crazy family tree um, I know, like you know, families aren't perfect. Some mm-hmm. of them are broken and have a little yeah. bit of weird branches branching off everywhere. Um, so my my grandmother she she w- mentioned earlier that her mom and her dad met on a ship, but she was actually um, you were you were already born. You don't know your birth father. No. Um, and so your dad, who's not your birth father, raised you, but you were able to all these years later, at 79 years of age, went on to... Tell the story, okay. <laughs> so, my mother married in England.
2: I mean, she was married when she had me, obviously, and she divorced my father because he was no good, mm-hmm. he was a scoundrel. And, um, ah, that scoundrel, I there's still a scoundrel. lot of those English out there today. To yeah. I love it, scoundrel, scoundrel, terrible. So, I never knew him, I never really wanted to, <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. know, yeah. because I had a great dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad was oh, I loved him to pieces, yeah. I mean, and he loved me, and mm-hmm. you know, like I said, he went through all the hardships with me, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so (laughs) I never wanted to search for my paternal family, which was in England. I believe they were all there. I don't know. I didn't know. While my dad was still living and my mom, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I always worried that if I asked too many questions, but anyway, I did know that he had four sisters. I knew their names. That's about it. So in November this past November a year ago okay I decided to submit a DNA test through ancestry
3: Hmm.
2: and um, the results came back in February I guess with Christmas it took a little longer Mm -hmm. and the first hit that came back was a first cousin and I contacted her in England Wow! and um, she is one of my father's (laughs) sister's daughters she's younger than me and we chatted back and forth. And then I still didn't know if I had any other siblings. And I figured I must. She knew, but I didn't know. So then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, this other hit comes up. And this one says, close relative. And I'm checking. They give you like comparison numbers that you match. so the matches, for instance, say there was 500 matches with my cousin and I. There were like 5,000 with this other person and I. Mm-hmm. So I knew this had to be someone very, very close. Mm-hmm. So I reached out and it's a sister. Wow. And she wrote back to me and said, oh my goodness, <coughs> we finally found you. They knew about me. My father wow. married, after my mom divorced, he married their mother in 1949, the year that we came to Canada and, um, and had two girls. She was the younger of the two and she lives in Naples, Florida. And my cousin has a a home for the winter in Florida. So through the conversations, she said to me, why don't you come and visit? So I bought a plane ticket, I hopped on a plane, and i went and spent two weeks with people that i had never met before yeah. <laughs> and <At it> 79 <laughs> she and you met her family. sisters your family her and sisters. i met my one Anyone. sister yeah we we took a weekend and went to naples and i met the one my one sister the other one's in england and that's so crazy the funny thing is my sister in england her and i share a birthday
0: Wow! Yeah, That's so yeah, crazy. We,
2: we share a birthday. Yeah, this is
1: just even crazy to me because I'm an only child. So like, I can't imagine. I know. finding my long lost siblings at yeah. 79 overseas I at 79. Know. Wow! Yeah. Like you live your wow. whole yeah. life. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: it's and amazing. It just
0: happened to and all these
2: cousins and
0: so what kind of feelings did like? What, do oh, you, what, yeah. What it like? Did do you you want to know end? how
2: I felt? Absolutely. I <laughs> cried with joy. Wow. I was overwhelmed I mean it was just the most amazing thing it was just it's one of the most amazing did she things. cry when she met you too oh we met at the airport her, her daughter was with her her daughter and son-in-law and two little grandkids were wow. visiting Florida from England and uh they had a big huge mm. sign um welcome Barbara they had hearts and stuff all draw all over the that place and so oh sweet. my gosh what yeah. was
1: it that like pushed you to to want to finally do it and to face it because I'd always wondered, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: always wondered. I didn't, I think I was telling you, I didn't find out that my dad was not my real dad until I was about 11 Mm -hmm. or 12, somewhere around there. And I remember feeling very upset about it because I loved him and I said, but I want him to be my dad. And so he said, but I am your dad, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. Yes, but when you're young, figure, right? you, you yeah. think of it a little differently, you know. I mean, as I got older, I realized, yes, he's everything. He's yeah. my dad, yeah. you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's yeah. not another person. Could have been my dad. Yeah. But, yeah, so to find this family was just – and I'm going again soon – she wow. wants me to come back to Florida this year, so and I'm going and with, her. And with, I'm go so with her. And going to come with me. I'm going to go with her. So yeah. I'm so excited. And I said to her name is Carolyn. And I said, Well, maybe Nina, my sister, will come from Naples and visit because they they live just outside of Orlando. So, yeah, yeah wow. it's just That's oh incredible. yeah. It was, so I've got a whole new family. Wow. And they're very excited
1: to meet my family. Yeah. So it's crazy. And being you, why wouldn't you be excited to have someone oh. like
0: you in your life, you know? Oh, thank Chewy. you. You're thank just, you. No, you're a, you're a breath oh, of fresh air. I, tell, oh. I, take, I take my Nana <laughs> to restaurants with me, with my friends. She comes. She's she, cool, man. She dines yeah. with us. All, she comes to Toronto, goes to the casino with us. And all my friends are like, you yeah. have the best Nana. No. I said. <laughs> so oh, bad. I know. I know. And I'm going to be the best Nana one day. Yeah. You never yeah. know. I had a great
2: relationship with Chris, t- getting back to him. On Thursdays was his payday where he worked, and he'd phone me at work. Hi, Mom. And I'd say, hi, Chris. Well, are you going to meet us at the bar tonight? So I'd phone Tom and say, I'm not going to be home. I'm going to meet the guys. At the-. They all wanted me there. Oh, it was a riot. Yeah. You were
1: the hit mom. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I always went. Yeah. I could see it. You're still up yeah. yeah. now. We had so much me. fun.
0: Yeah. But I think it's just like... I wanted to bring my nan on today because you're so happy and you're so full of life mm. and it's like I think people age is just a number it's and it's just all here. Mental. It's all yeah. here. It's all your spirit. Yeah. Um, I've seen people, friends, um, my other grandparents, like they they kind of sunk because they just oh I'm too old to do that. No. and I'm too old to do this. And no. my nan's like you want to let's go. What do you want to do this year? Where are we going? What get plane are in? we? <laughs> what plane are we getting on? Where are yeah. we going? Yeah. Um, We talk about everything. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Very open. Yeah. I'm open. I'm an open book. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no reason not to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think we should be. Yeah. And you know what? I think with that, you inspire a lot of other people, right? And it inspires other people to be open and so on and so forth. I hope so. I
0: hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm going to read the last question. last question is a fun one. So if an adventure movie was going to be produced about Nana (laughs) and your life, what adventure would you want to share with the world?
2: What adventure would I want to share with the world? That's Out I of your about.
0: 80 years.
2: Out of my 80 years. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, think, I think I'd think i want to share my wedding day.
3: Really? My wedding
2: day, yeah. Um, okay. So here's okay. my wedding day. Would you like to hear about my wedding yeah, day? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, um, number one. First or Second. My second one. No, yeah, not my I first know, one. I know. I'm kidding. You know, you know what happened? Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Um, when I was getting married the first time, um, I was very hesitant. I, you I, felt it inside? I really didn't want to. Intuition. It's hard to explain. I didn't want to. Times were know. different, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought a beautiful wedding gown from a girl I worked with, and she was divorced. And all she said to me is, I hope it brings you better luck than it brought me. Well, it mm. didn't.
0: But anyway... <laughs> She looked (laughs) she absolutely (laughs) cursed her with the wedding dress really I had a shitty marriage here you go I looked fabulous the dress was
2: gorgeous you know but anyway oh my god and the wedding was crap but that's another thing anyway so crap (laughs) but I had in my little head I had said to myself if Tom is sitting at the back of the church I'm not walking down the aisle I'm not going that's it you know
0: when you know you know when you know and
2: he told me he wanted to and his buddy said, no, you can't do that. You're going to ruin her special day.
1: Or he would have been. Wow.
2: Bad friends. So, you don't imagine. listen to your friends.
1: No, yeah. but could you? No, but honestly, what if? If he did, who knows how the story would have played out. Either well, my, you might have it not might walked out. Never did have. You have yeah, did you have born? dad before or after you were married? I had dad for my
2: first
0: marriage. Uh, but, like, after you were married?
1: Oh, yeah, I was married for yeah, three years. Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't was, exist. I was married three my years grandpa before went him. Him. But who knows what would have really happened? Or if you guys would have played out the way you did, happily. It, may, it might it not have. Exactly. Because Times would have been different. Because we were the same age. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And I was only 20. Well, I wasn't even 20 yet. I got married in October. I was
1: 20 in December. So you met him within 10 months and married I him I knew him. Oh, so you already knew him. Yeah. But you'd married him in the 10 months. Yeah. And my mom said it was a rebound. And why did you?
2: I question. think because I was absolutely heartbroken
3: mm.
2: when Tom and I broke up and um and he came in on the scene like right away. He
0: he was very pushy. So it kinda reassured you.
2: Yeah, like push, 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 push. Mm. And um and stupid me said, Okay, yeah. But but I have Keith. Yeah. I have her dad. And and me. And I'm I'm forever grateful. <laughs> I'm forever grateful for that because yeah. um He's he was a sweet boy, mm-hmm. you know. Children, babies. I mean, when I had him, I was just overjoyed. I mean, I had this beautiful baby because Ron was never around. He was always out. He was with these women, and you know. But I had the baby, and um, and he saved me. The baby saved me. I have to say, mm-hmm. Keith saved me, because I don't know if I would have had the strength or courage to walk out when I did. Mm-hmm. But in my heart, because he was also physically abusive to me, and I didn't want my little boy to grow up and see that, mm-hmm. because I know that history repeats itself, Absolutely. and children are what they see, mm-hmm. and I never wanted that for him. He was the sweetest little boy. He slept from the day he was born. He slept all night. Mm-hmm. He was, and I think God gave him to me that way, <laughs> because I was having so many problems. Yeah. My, my life was just so unhappy at the time mm-hmm. that he gave me this beautiful baby that didn't cause me any trouble yeah,
0: he beautiful. was a
2: joy and yeah my other one was too but a little bit more mischievous than Keith, <laughs> Keith was a really good child <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's how it always happens <laughs> yeah um, you have time for the kidnap story <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's a good story a that's, a good story. Good story. that's yeah. crazy
2: this is another bad part of my life but anyway um, so I was married for four years the first time and Keith was like maybe seven months old when I finally left, and I went home to live with my parents. But prior to that, a young girl that I had... She, I lived in Ottawa when, I was, when he was born. So we had just come back to Montreal, and I had to bring her. I brought her with me. She was my babysitter in Ottawa. Cute mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. So I had to bring her back to my parents with me. What am I going to do with Shannon? You know? So anyway... Um, <laughs> what well, I going to do with Shannon? <laughs> I had to bring her. So anyhow... Um, Shannon!
0: yeah adios
2: no i wouldn't do that she I was if a sweet shannon girl watching right now would that be amazing if that she would is would shout out then. to shannon yeah. to uh you're a real one if she's out there well,
0: sweet. she was a sweet girl
2: <laughs> so of course we didn't live in a big house mm-hmm. and so my mom and dad gave the master bedroom to me and my sister and the baby because crib was in there and shannon had, was sleeping on the couch but they would alternate nights so that they weren't always sleeping on the couch right and this particular night Shannon was on the couch and it was about three o'clock in the morning. But he used to stalk me before that. I think I told you That's that. Wild. He followed me everywhere. And he used to tell me that he was gonna grab me, drive to at West somewhere, and then we'd have to call and get the baby sent to us. Let's do you think
0: do you think he would listen to this? That'd be crazy. Possibly. But he was I think he was a bit crazy, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> if he listens to this, he's my
2: grandpa because and I do not approve. I could never figure out If he ran around with all these women openly Mm
0: -hmm. why did he want me to yeah because that's yeah men are insecure that sometimes you know know, selfishness yeah i never could figure
2: that out so anyhow so this particular night it was i think it was about three o'clock in the morning and uh, we were all sleeping and in those days you didn't lock your doors you know and i had a dog but it was our dog so the dog knew him Mm -hmm. and he came in and his stocking feet up the back door opened the door walked in went into the bedroom, took the baby out of the crib, and poor little Shannon saw this, and she wow. she went, she was mute. Mm-hmm. She couldn't speak. She yeah, couldn't. That's speechless. When yes. Something like that? Yeah, like it just, her. she said, I was trying to yell to you, and I couldn't. Nothing was coming out. And so finally, when she did come in and wake me up, and, of course, there's no baby in the crib, and I freaked, and... Um, yeah so my dad chased him down the stairs in his underwear (laughs) (laughs) and he put the baby in this little volkswagen i think it was his brother's car it broke down on the bridge crossing off the island and uh of course we had called the police in the meantime and they came and questioned did i have any idea where he might be going and i said i think he's going to cross the border i think that's what he's heading to do go across the border but on the way there his had an aunt and uncle that lived on the highway on the way to the american border anyway so they put roadblocks up and sure enough that's where they found him but it wasn't until so this that's was like crazy. three o'clock in the morning and i didn't get the baby back until mid-afternoon i was panic stricken yeah, i think i wore a hole in the carpet because all i could do was walk back and forth i paced wow. it was horrible that's and crazy. this poor yeah. little guy little sweet baby <laughs> full of grease and dirt got oh, delivered back God. to me
0: but delivered yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> delivered back and yeah uh, so maybe that's what happened to daddy hit his head too hard no <laughs> that's no, no I'm kidding. your dad's um, a sweetheart i know i'm yeah kidding. he's a great guy yeah. um yeah i mean that's crazy and then uh, i guess like adding on to that back then i mean I, i've never been in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. but like what how did you manage to decide to leave Because I didn't
2: want your dad to grow up seeing his mother. And that was the only
0: reason?
1: Mm, No. What gave you the courage? Because I know a lot of people out there are probably in an abusive relationship and don't know how to escape it or they're scared. Or That's funny because
2: he said to me, he had to come and visit the baby at the house because he was too young to be taken out. And he said to me one day, I never thought you had the guts to leave. And he also told me, and no one else will ever want you because you're used. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I don't know where my strength came from. I think having a baby, that's what I said. I think Keith saved me. Having a baby, not wanting him to see that, but also the fact that he was running around with all these women. Mm Yeah, yeah. I didn't want him touching me, you know. I just didn't want that. It made me feel dirty. Yeah, Yeah. of
0: course. So
2: I mean, not that we worried so much about diseases back then, because we really didn't. There wasn't, but it's still—it's a horrible feeling. Absolutely, you know, as a woman, yeah, as a partner. And I mean, I cried about it because I said, and I—I could never understand. Did I do something wrong?
0: Mm. Yeah, you would feel rejected in a way. Yeah, but I knew I
2: didn't. Yeah, but I felt it. I felt it yeah but
0: you you have
2: to just I think you just know you're worth to, yes you're worth more than what they say you are or for what sure. they think you are or the way they treat you for sure mm-hmm. I knew I I know in my heart I'm a good person I didn't deserve to be treated that mm-hmm. way I didn't deserve for him to run around and there was no reason for that mm-hmm. I you know we had a normal kind of marriage and but
0: yeah. I thought no
2: I'm not putting up with that I don't yeah. have to put up with that Good
0: for you Nana yeah, as you shouldn't and as, as any woman in the world should never have to no, put up no with one that. no
2: no one should ever just i mean my advice to anyone that's going through that is just look inside yourself mm-hmm. and know your self-worth <clears throat> because no one deserves that no woman deserves to be treated that way
0: i agree I agree. I love that. All right. Should we do a couple fast vibes? We do. We have
1: some speed questions for you. So we posted on our Instagrams. Okay. Shout out to the people who answered. I have Um, a question too that I'm thinking. (laughs) And uh, basically, we have people reach out and um, have some questions for you. So in a couple sentences or less, I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to answer it. Okay. Okay. All right. We're good? The rules are very clear. So simple. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the first one that we got was... Um, what is the key thing to true happiness or what moments when you look back on their life were the most important to you and hold the most weight
2: the key to happiness um, that's a great question it's a really good uh, yeah. Um. I think the key to happiness is just finding the right person the person that you know is your soulmate mm-hmm. and how do you know you do you just you know. feel it in your heart you just know
1: you know when you know. You it.
2: know when you know, and uh, that's all I can say. There's no other way to explain it because you just feel it. It's mm-hmm. a feeling, and okay. it's Indescribable. In yeah.
1: Oh,
0: I, I love that. that. <laughs> Put it here. All right. At what age do you feel you found your purpose, if you ever did? My purpose? I think I
2: found my purpose when I left my first husband.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: Because my life changed, mm-hmm. and it was better. Mm-hmm. and I, uh, I used to say to my mom like before Tom and I got back together again I said you know what mom if I never have another man in my life I'll be okay
0: yeah that wasn't yeah I'm gonna
2: be okay you yeah. know I'm I'm, I'm strong and I and I, c- I had a job and it was a good I was a secretary I mm-hmm. was doing well I could live my life without a man if I was gonna not be treated properly yeah. so yeah I
0: love it I agree
1: okay <laughs> next one what do you stand for what do I stand mm-hmm. for? For me, I
2: stand for dignity. Mm. I stand for courage. I'm strong. I stand for faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And I stand
0: for the truth. I love it. I love that. Okay. What would you focus on if you got to live another lifetime in your youth? Ooh, what would one. I focus on in, could in my back. youth yeah, if you can could I add in.
1: to that question because I have a question that's very similar that I think they could, sure. they could be okay. Um this one is um, would you have chosen more of a passion if money was not in the picture back then so choosing something um, going into a different career lifestyle if money wasn't in the picture so kind of I guess they're kind of similar but they're different. completely different questions. They seem similar in the moment. You can answer yeah. those separately. <laughs> so,
2: so, for me. I take it back. <laughs> that was confusing. For me, money was never the most important thing. No. No. Okay. Money was never the most important mm-hmm. thing. Um, I mean, you need enough to live on, yes. You want to be comfortable. You don't want to be living in poverty, obviously. Um, I think um, your values are far more important than money. And I think your relationship is more important than money. Because if if you're happy, it doesn't, it doesn't need matter. a no, whole lot of matter. money.
0: I agree. I agree. Money's you know, never been. It
2: doesn't buy happiness. Mm. So it I'm, is. I'm going to go is. back to the question yes, I asked, because
0: I think I think it was a good one. I think it was, it was. a little bit different than that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What would you focus on if you got to live another lifetime in your youth? In your what would I focus on? Youth. OK.
2: I think I've told you guys, when I, I was young, that and even to this day,
0: I would like to sing. <laughs> oh, me too. Now I know where you oh, gotta from. put it here, Nan. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go to singing lessons together. Yeah. I have this girl Nan. says that every day. I see it every yeah. day. Every day. Wow. Me and yeah. my Nan are more alike than I thought. That's crazy. Music one. is, a, well, I think I've talked about that. Music yes. is a
2: huge part of my life. I grew up listening to music, I grew up listening to classical music, I, opera, all, all kinds Frank of music. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. She always
1: goes back to yep. Franky. Love Franky. Oh, yeah, Every, Every episode.
2: Um, <laughs> my mother, I think I told you. my mother was a beautiful soprano. My granddad was a tenor. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. so, tenor. Where, so
0: where did that lead into the bloodline? Where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> I, can I, sing.
2: I, I can sing, don't know. yeah, but I'm not great, but <laughs> I mean, I can sing. I sang in a choir. I sang solo. So here, let's let's hear it. I'm just so, singing a little no bit. No, way! Come no, on. no, 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 no. Oh, no. I'll do it if you do
0: it. We'll do it together. What are you going to sing? I'm not singing hmm, one what of these should I what should I sing? <laughs> I'll that sing. That s- Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually going to sing. This sing when you okay. i could could of just those. sing a couple of
2: lines for a song that I really do like. It's a very old song. What and song? I, I sing it only because... Well, you'll understand why. And it's. (laughs) (laughs) They try to tell us we're too young, too young to really be in love. They say that love's a
1: word. (laughs) Anyway, there you go. I love it. Good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. All right. Would Victoria be more of a soprano, second soprano, tenor, alto? I think it'd be an alto soprano. Yeah. I, I knew yeah. it. I knew it. Okay. I love that. Beautiful. So. Um, you didn't sec- want to hear me is, sing? I
2: can't believe I sang no. and this
1: camera's running. <laughs> Second
0: love, you in the dark. All right. What? That's, That's it. it. That's too, all too like, It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. She can carry a tune. I can yeah. carry a tune. All right. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs>
1: Last question on my end. What's your biggest regret if you could... Give your 20 year old self some advice, what would it be? two- part question well, we like
2: Yeah that. that one's kind of it's kind of obvious only <laughs> regret was marrying the first time because yeah. it was totally wrong.
1: And do you really find that a regret or are you, are you almost happy in a way that it brought you to where you are now? Well,
2: I think a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. so the regret part is because he, he was totally wrong yeah. but the part that like I said, I, I had Keith. Mm-hmm and I think it made me strong and it made me um, I do believe that that made me appreciate my marriage Mm -hmm. the second time absolutely more absolutely
1: Um, if you can give your advice an advice or what the heck am I saying if you could give advice to your 20 year old self what would it be
2: um, to be stronger back then Mm -hmm. to be stronger
1: um, to
2: maybe listen, not to so put listen, so much listen pressure. to my mom <laughs> listen to your mom that's a big one yeah
1: my mom would appreciate that answer for sure listen to my
2: mom yeah. because she didn't want i spent all night convinced she had to sign for me i was underage it took till six o'clock in the morning we were up all night before she finally signed the paper wow and i threatened that i was going to elope which i never would have done yeah i told her that later and i said mom you should have not signed the paper <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah okay yeah,
0: that's fair. Um, some someone stupid put is sexy answer to happiness. It's kind of a good question. Sex? The how how much does it matter?
1: I think
2: it's fifty fifty.
0: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's the answer to happiness. No, um, but if you've got the right person, it's going to be okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like flow. Yeah, like it's let's flowed. be honest. And there's where, all... there's where the communication comes in. <laughs> Part of it. No, no, I've
0: never had sex. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I, uh, nope, not me. I'm a, Virgin. I'm a nun. I, uh, I don't believe in sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, that, part of, that
2: part of your life, okay. Can I expand sex on that talks a little bit? With Nana. A little bit. Okay. Oh, I think it's important. So, for from me, from
0: someone older, I actually am curious. And I've
2: told people this too, young people. So, for me, like I said, you, s- you meet somebody and the first thing you do is you become a friend and you're friends, Hopefully. you know, and of course, friends turn into lovers
1: and they mate.
2: <laughs> of course, and, and they have a family. <laughs> and so when you have children, maybe your life's not quite as exciting because you're looking after kids and sometimes they interrupt, right? I yeah. mean, that's normal. <laughs> and then, and then as you get older, um, you become friends again,
0: you mm-hmm. go full circle. Circle. I have full a weird circle. question. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. awkward asking my no,
2: grandma don't be sh- this question. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> fine with it. Honestly, <laughs> I, it with I it. feel like we're little kids sitting on the couch having, like, a sex talk, <laughs> the with, sex your talk with your grandma. Um, I always wondered, like, as you get older, do you stop having sex? That's no. a great question. No, no. I've actually always no. wondered. It's just like there it point. is, ladies and gentlemen. No. no. no, like The drive never dies. But is there, like, no. a time where, like, it, it leads off or, like, at all? It or slows just, up.
1: It yeah. slows up. Yeah. But
0: it doesn't stop.
1: I always am curious about like that. Like the no. full throttle thing. Doesn't <laughs> oh, stop.
2: yeah. No, it doesn't <laughs> stop. No. It only for, for us, it did because Tom was sick. Yeah. And that's that changes. But, but well into
0: like, your 70s yeah you're, yeah. you're you still keep yeah, her going you're still normal okay okay you're, you might need you little again assistance. age is just a number it is just exactly. a exactly and agree. it's all up here mm-hmm. and
2: sex is up here too believe it or not absolutely it's all up here. i think it's a huge mental thing yeah for sure. yeah no 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 for, for, sure. Sure. Yeah. for sure and i think if you have the right partner mm. and they're going to be understanding because women get older and of course we have more issues than they do men never change like they can have babies when they're 90. true we can so crazy it's so scary we to have think more about. is more medical
1: sorry that about. we're sick or anything, yeah. but we have things that we have to mm-hmm. have help with. Yeah, and
0: obviously be physically capable. Of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, well, interesting. I always wondered that. No, yeah. no, And I'm, pro- I'm sure everyone else has thought that. 100%. Like, that's do you be stop great. having sex as you get older?
2: But no, no of course not. You're still intimate mm-hmm. because your love is intimate. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, end. yeah, it's true. If it's you true. think about that, you yeah. still have
0: feelings. It's true. And I yeah. think two times have changed. In regards to that, like, I'm a very emotional person, so I don't feel like I could do that unless I'm, like, emotionally Meet invested. Me too, me too, yeah. Um, yeah, I have to have, like, a very emotional connection with that But person. I think you would if you're married. But, no, All I'm in. just saying times have changed. Like, back then, I feel like that's kind of, like, for the most part, how it always was. Obviously, your your first husband. Clearly yeah. not. Yeah. But, um, yeah. clearly not. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> I don't know. I think women were more had different values we back do then. we have to we have to love mm-hmm. we
2: have to feel we're some kind caregivers. of
0: love lovers yeah men and women are very different and I think that's something that hasn't changed regardless no. of how many generations have no, passed no because that's part of your being yeah we naturally nurture we're nurturing we're beings, right? very emotional like men yeah. think so logically they think is it gonna work how am I gonna make it work and we're just like no I care about you so I will make it work yeah, I think yeah. and men, you show it right make it and, and I think I don't
2: know if it's changed today because I only know from my experience but I had, to, I had to know somebody a while. Like, mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily even know. I mean, I knew when I met my sweet darling at 15. Tom. I mean, I wasn't ready to have sex yet at 15, trust me. But, but we did before, well, yeah, when before we marriage. were young. Before of marriage, course. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a prude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, really.
1: But I can honestly say I've only
0: had sex with two men i love that see that's, love good. That. that's good that's good that's good yeah. i love that yeah.
1: and you don't feel like you were missing out you got nope. what you needed nope i love that
0: yeah well i, I if you really love someone you wouldn't oh, yeah. really wonder like for me personally i'm a very loyal person so when i love somebody or i'm very mm-hmm. emotionally invested in someone i don't care about anyone yeah, else but not yeah. everyone I mean, yeah there's no curiosity there's oh, yeah. no there no. shouldn't be if yeah. you're with the right person, no i never
2: right? ever had an eye for anybody i mean i might look at somebody and say oh they're really good looking mm. but i want to have sex
0: with yeah, them That's you know, know yeah that's yeah kind of, no yeah. i agree i agree yeah yeah um, ah, that's very interesting
2: i've kissed more than two mm-hmm. that's good but i haven't had that's sex true. with more than two but, yeah
0: uh, <laughs> love that. Um, We love it respectable um,
1: well nana yes thank you oh, thank so much you. for
0: coming on the show Truly, yeah
1: this was such a great podcast. And episode. I, <laughs> I I
0: I am very grateful. I'm very like everyone knows how much I love my nana. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows how much I love my nana. And we'll have this documented forever. Mm-hmm. Yes, so which we is kind of cool. Yeah. But um yeah. Well, me and my nana are very I my nana watched me come out. I did. Of the womb. That's out of all my group. my grandchildren,
2: she's the only one I saw born. She watched me come out. How and, wild is that? And I do believe yeah,
3: it's adding weird. to that. <laughs>
2: It was no, it wasn't bad at all. He was amazed. It wasn't, so they gave, they wrapped her up and gave her to, to her dad, and then he handed her to me. And I held this baby, in my arms and looked in that sweet little face, and she looked sweet at me, little face, oh and we bonded. Gosh. And I believe that's. I think that happens. I do believe in that. Yeah,
0: like, we have a very, very, very a special... a soul-sister bond. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're, like, like friends. Like, even though, even though even though yeah. she's my nana, we're friends. And yeah. I, think, uh, I mean, I
2: love all my grandchildren, but there was just something that happened at mm-hmm. that moment that I can't explain.
0: Now, a lesson I want to say before we hop off of here is, in my early 20s, I feel like you get really invested in your friends and all the things that are going on with your life, and you don't really make time for your family. And it was funny because when we went to New York City, I was saying to my friends before that, like, I really need to make more time to go see my nana because, you know, my na- like she lives an hour and a half away. Um, and then you know you get busy with a full time job, you get busy doing things with your friends, you're trying to go to the gym, you're trying to make something yourself in your twenties. And um, mm-hmm. now I just bring my nana down here instead of wasting all the time <laughs> not seeing her. I'm like, you want to come to work with me? You want to come to the studio with us? She's been in the studio all week, just watching us uh, yeah, do what we do. It's been fun. You know, fun. and she just kind of fun hangs out. Of so make yeah. time for the people you Definitely. love. Definitely, that's the message. I always sure. make time precious. for my grandparents. Yeah, yeah. And my my
2: favorite time, my mom, my granddad that sang, but he also played the organ. And they they and after he retired, he was Did the this. church verger. So they had a little apartment at the back of the church, and I would go there after work, and I get on on the bus back then, and I'd stop there first. They were in a different town than me and we'd have dinner, my grandparents and me, and then my granddad and I would go into the church and he would play the organ. Do you have any idea what that sounds like when the church is empty?
3: Mm -hmm, It is the most
2: incredible sound I've ever heard and it was a beautiful church. (gasps) They were my favorite times, just sitting beside him on the bench playing playing the organ, but I always made time for them. Times have changed. And when my grandmother went senile, I'm the only one that she remembered my name. Wow.
0: Well, mm-hmm. you better remember me. You
2: have to oh, remember she me. Will. I'll remember. You're not gonna go God. see now. Of
0: course, I'm gonna remember you. You're not gonna go see yeah. now. It's okay. Yeah. Nana. I'll be like, smart up, Barb. Wake up, Top Stop, stop. I'm like, Barb, are you crazy? She's like, who are you? Oh, shut up, Nana. I'll start getting mad at her. <laughs> no, you won't. So Let's just smack her across the head. She like, Whoa. No, she would
2: never hurt me.
0: Me and my dad. This is our type oh, of yeah. humor uh he he said like during COVID times when things are crazy nana was a little bit scared which is fair and he said you know what mom you know it's not an essential service or you know what is essential service the graveyard mm-hmm. and he <laughs> pretended to like put a pillow <laughs> over yeah. i just laugh at him <laughs> yeah oh, man. Because, anyways because
2: not long ago we were out and we were in two cars because he was going to have coffee with the minister and we were going shopping and going to meet so so I was with Jody in the car, and he was in the truck, and now we're stopping to get pet food and the liquor store, and I needed the drugstore, which was this way. So I got out of the car over here to go in the drugstore, they were at the other end, and he freaked. Where's my mother? Jody, what did you do with my mother? It was yeah, the funniest he, he thing. he thought he forgot he her.
0: Freaked. He thought they
2: forgot me in Collingwood.
0: <laughs> but, oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Well, Nana, thank you. Thank Aww. you for sharing well, we're gonna stories. go have some some dinner now, oh, and so are yeah. some nice stories. And yeah. thank you for sharing, and being oh. vulnerable and open with us and the audience. It was my pleasure. I Nana. think everybody's gonna love you, Nana. So I hope so. Everyone, look at the Set camera. What, what camera is this looking at right this one, one here? Look at the camera. Wave at the fans. <laughs> okay, we're gonna make <laughs> give Nana him kiss. Give him a kiss. Give him a little kiss. We're gonna give Bow. Nana her own. I'm gonna make her an Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to uh, we're going to leave, leave her links below and she has uh, an Instagram account She's a rocking bro. ass nanny. She has She does have an Instagram account actually that she made she herself cuz she's with the, the 1.0. <laughs> she yeah. yeah, she's really good with technology. But anyways, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Oh. Thank you. Um it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure for me it. too. <laughs> ciao. ciao. Very